Hi everyone, and uh, welcome back to another episode of The Wise Guy. I'm your host, Surya, and uh, thank you for tuning in. Um, If you listened to my last episode, I said I would do an episode over Thanksgiving break. But as you can see, that didn't turn out well. Um, I did not do an episode. I said I was, but I didn't. And uh, that's basically been the theme, because I said I would do like an episode every week. That didn't turn out. Every other week. It's been like a month by now. I, I guess I'm just not going to set a time to just do the episodes whenever I can. Half the time, I'm just not doing anything. I'm just lazy at home. Probably just watching Netflix. I just don't have the, the motivation, the energy to actually do it. But I'm here now, so uh, here's an episode. And uh, like I said last time, today I am going to be doing sports. And in specific, as usual, just football and basketball, because those are the two sports I know mainly. I know nothing about hockey. I know a little bit about baseball, but not enough to actually talk about it. Nothing about golf. I just recently learned more about soccer, but just not enough. So just basketball and football are my fortes. So I usually start off with football, but I'll start off with basketball today. And uh, things that have happened while I was gone for that month hiatus is the draft happened. And um, with the third pick, Melo got drafted to the Hornets. And honestly, he was... I don't see that. That was actually a pretty good... Hornets had a pretty good draft. They drafted a bunch of good rookies I liked. And uh, Melo wasn't a bad option for them. But they also made a terrible, terrible, terrible decision of... um, off-season decision, and they paid $120 million for a four-year deal for Gordon Hayward. 120 mil for Gordon Hayward. That's 30 mil a year for Gordon Hayward, who I don't consider to be the best player. He's a good average player, but he's not worth 120 mil. They could have spent that money so much better on someone else. Some more worth it, or could have split it up and get like a few different average players. But 120 mil just for Gordon Hayward. I'm glad the Celtics didn't play, pay him that money. And I don't know what Michael Jordan was thinking here. He Hayward's not worth 120 million dollars. He's worth a good amount of money, but not 120 mil. That's just that's something that you would do for like verge of All Star potential. And at this point, Hayward is not in his prime. I think after his like last last season with the Jazz and the first season with the Celtics before his injury and everything, that's when he was like good. Like when he was on the Jazz and then when he first came to the Celtics. But now he's just he's not much of a role player anymore. Even on the Celtics with it, which is a big team, they play as a team. Like they don't have any yes, they have Tatum and Jalen Brown, but like it's not like having LeBron on your team. Like, it's they all work together to get points, and they all work together. And even when he was on that type of team, team, as you can say it, he wasn't making much of an impact. Because, nah, he's just, he's not worth 120 mil. That's, that's what I'm saying. And other big moves that happened was um, Rockets traded Russell Westbrook to the Wizards for John Wall in a 2023 first-round pick. And this trade... I don't know why the Wizards did it. I know they're. W- I know they were gonna trade away um, John Wall, but this was just not a good option. They didn't get anything out of this because you base John Wall and Russell Westbrook at the moment are basically 
not equals, but like around a similar level. So he just basically gave the Rockets a free first round pick. And I understand like both Harden and Russell Westbrook need the ball to be good. And if you're a Rockets GM or if you're just a Rockets, anyone of a Rockets fan, you would not trade away Harden. That's just a player you don't trade away. And so Russell Westbrook is like a piece you can give away and get something good in return, and which they did. They got John Wall, who's basically a better shooter and defender than Russell Westbrook. But Russell Westbrook is a better overall player than John Wall. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that Harden John Wall um, uh, duo works out because I think it's gonna be better than Russell Westbrook and Harden because if you have two guys who need the ball to actually be good, then you're not gonna have a good team because only one can shine, so only one person gets the ball at a time. But when you have someone like John Wall who can make an impact on defense, who can also like see the court better than Russell Westbrook and get the passes in where they're needed, then you'll have better, you'll be more versatile. You'll have more to guard because if Westbrook has the ball, you focus on Westbrook. And if you Harden has a ball, you focus on Harden. John Wall can make more of an off-ball impact than Westbrook could have. Um, and other like minor moves that have happened in the offseason, which is a very short offseason from the championship to now. I get it. Um, what else happened? Oubre, Kelly Oubre went to the Warriors. Uh, Drew Holiday went to the Bucks. That, that signing, that trade, I don't know if it was a trade or free agent signing, that just wasn't a wise decision. No, it was a trade. And they gave up Eric Bledsoe, I think. And that trade just wasn't good. I understand that they want to get weapons around Giannis, but giving up that much just for Drew Holiday is not worth it. Uh, Montrez Harrell and Dennis Schroeder went to the Lakers. And another one is CP3 went to the, um, the Suns uh, from a trade with the OKC and the Suns. And at this point... This uh, the um, OKC just is just stockpiling on first round picks, uh, first or second round picks, just just stockpiling on draft picks. And if they play their cards right, which they have been at this point, but if they draft the right players, they can get an extremely young team who can also be like long lasting, like the OKC team that um, could have been with Harden, Durant, and Westbrook. If that team stayed together, that'd be good, but. Like I said, it's OKC, so you never know how it's going to turn out. They're not the best at making decisions and trading away players and drafting. So we'll see how that turns out. Um, and then NBA preseason started. Uh, things started about like last last week, Friday, I think. Friday was the first game. And I didn't watch much of the games, just basically what I expected. John Wall did pretty good. He looked good. Um... Like I said, I'm excited to see how that combination of Harden and Wall is going to turn out. But my main thing was LaMelo Ball. Um, he looked awesome. And is still looking awesome. I think he's playing a game today. Um, and uh, he's looking really good. He's looking at Steve Nash out there with the passes he's making, the behind the back, uh, over the shoulder, behind him. Like, if he can make those passes in an actual NBA game, not just preseason, then... Who knows how high his ceiling is going to be. Um, and I honestly think is the way the few plays I've seen him in the actual NBA. I think he has the potential to be the best ball brother. 
because it's just him and Lonzo, because LiAngelo can't even get into the league to get a chance to play. He just got cut from the Pistons, and I'm not a big Ball Brothers fan, but, like, that was just a bit sad. I, w- I just wanted to see him get his chance. Um, and Lonzo went from, like, draft bust and is now slowly improving on the Pelicans and is probably going to be better this year than he was last year with Zion there and Brandon Ingram, and he can be a better team player and point guard. And he finally fixed his shot. But um, I feel like Melo has more talent and it's a higher ceiling than Lonzo. And I guess we'll see how that goes. And um, it's just... uh, Wait, what was I going to say? Yeah, so... The Ball Brothers just like it's just weird seeing them all in the NBA. It's like I first heard of them when I was in like middle school, elementary, when they were all in Chino Hills, and that that high school team is just unreal. I think like four out of the five players are actually in the NBA now, and that's just ridiculous. Like that team was insane. That has to be one of the best high school basketball teams, that Chino Hills team. And they were all popping off. Like, Lamelo was just pulling out from half court. And then you have, like, Lonzo just dunking on everybody. And then LiAngelo just bodying everyone. That was, that was a great team. They, just, they were a walking highlight reel team. That's what they were. And then, uh, yeah, so I'm excited to see how that goes. Um, uh, I hope I'm a Giannis fan. Uh, big Giannis fan. I'm a Giannis fan, but I'm a Celtics fan, too. So, Giannis is my favorite player, but I'm also, I, my favorite team is the Celtics. If that makes sense, I don't know if it does, but yeah, it makes sense to me. And I just want to see Giannis get a ring. Uh, his other brother already has one. Um, but he's, on, he's on the Lakers team that just won. But uh, back-to-back MVP, and now let's hope he can, uh, I hope he's going to make a run for the championship this league, uh, this this year, um, and the Bucks just haven't supported him with weapons around him. He's been—it's just been him and Middleton the entire time. Now they got Drew Holiday there, but like, who knows how much he can do? I just want to see him get a ring. He deserves it. I don't care what you say. He's a dominant player. It's because of his height or not. I don't care. He's just still a dominant player. And uh, that's basically what I have to say on uh, basketball. Um, and yeah, so let's uh, let's get, let's go to football now uh, to the NFL, which is uh, three it's week fourteen right now, so three weeks away from playoffs. And um, I've had some surprises this season, mainly the well, not the Cardinals, but the NFC East entirely. Um, the Dolphins, that's probably my biggest one. I'll touch on that later. What else? Um, Buccaneers are surprising in a negative way. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, not the Packers, just Aaron Rodgers. And, yeah. So, I'll get touched on that. Uh, yeah, so, let's start off. Because uh, I'll start off with like, the standings and how it's going. Um, let's start with the NFC. So the NFC is, I think the Packers are first, and then there's the Saints. Um, and then uh, the third seed is the Rams. Fourth is the Washington football team. They got to figure out a name. Um, and then they have the third team, no, fifth team, Seahawks. Sixth is Buccaneers, and seventh is Cardinals. All right, I'll start off at the top. The first seed, Packers. 
and Ro Aaron Rodgers playing absolutely amazing with the web with the people that with the tools that he has. He has arguably arguably I can't pronounce argue arguably whatever that word um with uh, Devontae Adams uh, one of the best wide receivers right now top three maybe even top one no, that, doesn't make, that doesn't make sense maybe even the best it's between him and D-Hop with Julio's season with his injuries and everything he's been dealing with this season he's not in the conversation this year so it's him uh D-Hop and Tyreek Hill hasn't made much of an impact he's still Tyreek Hill is probably top Tyreek Hill is top five guaranteed but to be the best wide receiver, nah. Um, so it's between him and D Hop. It's just whoever you like better. I like D Hop better, but I can see all the arguments for De Devontae Adams. He has better hand, not not better hands, better route running than D Hop. But D Hop's just if you have D Hop on the field, you want to double him or put your best cornerback on him. It's just you have to get him under control. But yeah, so Packers with the weapons he's had, I'm surprised that. He, they're even doing this well because they have one receiver and now they have Aaron Jones which is a which is like a good running back I say top 10 running back right now um, but their defense is not it's not the best defense they have a good average defense but like Aaron Rodgers playing amazing this season MVP candidate uh, I say that, I think he has like 40 touchdowns right now 39 some of that but uh, leads the league in touchdowns it's, playing one of his best seasons as a quarterback and they always Packers always play good in the se uh, in the regular season but anytime it comes to playoffs they always 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 choke except that one season they won the Super Bowl but they always choke in the playoffs Aaron Rodgers always gets screwed over I like Aaron Rodgers who doesn't like Aaron Rodgers I unless you're like a Lions fan or something but like Aaron Rodgers is like a lovable quarterback it's not like a Tom Brady type and I'm a Patriots fan so I like Brady but like it's not like other people not from New England on Brady like if you're not from New England and you're not a Patriots fan then you hate Brady but like you can't hate Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers uh, yeah so I'm surprised by them how they're doing this season um, and then the Saints who just just gave it up I mean they lost this week to the Eagles like come on Jalen Hurts looked good he looked amazing but like Gave up to the Eagles. Seriously. The Eagles. Come on. That's just... They're fighting for the number one seed in the NFC East. The NFC East. I'll touch on it like, the next one. Uh, but, like, the Saints, they're looking really good. Taysom Hill at quarterback. Um, I'm hoping Drew Brees will come back because Taysom Hill will not be the long-term solution for them. He's... he's He's a good quarterback, but he's not enough for them. They need a better passer. I don't know why they. I don't know why they put James Winston in. I want to see how he does on that Saints team. Probably throw a couple interceptions, but like Taysom Hill, his first option is always to run. He doesn't look for the open man. I've seen him multiple, multiple times just run with little space in front of him. But he has an open man downfield, but he missed him because he's so used to just taking off first. And that defense, that Saints defense, just absolutely amazing. That like front seven with Demario Davis and Cameron Jordan, they're just really good. And then you have Marshawn Lattimore in the backfield, uh, not in the backfield, in the secondary, holding it up. But they're a good team. I see them going a long way. And you have the Rams, 
which is surprising. They have a surprisingly okay run game with Cam Akers in the backfield of rookie, pretty good. Aaron Donald dominating as usual. Jalen Ramsey's having a great season as a cornerback. Um, that defense is what's holding them up right now. Jared Goff is having an average season for a quarterback. Not too bad, not too good. But uh, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods helping him out. They're, they're a good team. Not the best team, but they're, they're good. And then uh, Washington football team at four. And Chase Young, oh my god, he has to be rookie of the year. Uh, not rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. If he's not, I don't know what's wrong. Yes, you have people like uh, Jeremy Chin and Patrick Queen, but like they haven't made such an impact like uh, Chase, Young, Chase Young as a rookie. If like you have Chase Young on the field, you want to double him with your two linemen. You have to double him. It's like a TJ Watt type. You can't leave him on one-on-one because he's going to get by the guy. He is too strong and too fast for the O-lineman. Probably not too strong, but too fast for the O-lineman. He's just too dominant, and Alex Smith, comeback player of the year, guaranteed. There's no doubt about it. Um, and then you have Terry McLaurin, who's who's a really good receiver, and if he had like an elite quarterback, he would guaranteed be in the top five conversation if he had a good quarterback. But he's been jumping around the quarterbacks, and he finally has a consistent quarterback now in Alex Smith. And he's not producing as much as he was, but he's still a really good wide receiver. He he has a good long way to develop, has a very high ceiling, and has the potential to be a top five wide receiver. Uh, and then you have Antonio Gibson, who's been a really good rookie running back, extremely good. Him and James Robinson are the two best running backs, rookie rookie running backs, right now. Um, a team is they finally got their act together. Like the first few, not the first few games, the beginning of the season through mid season, they were. They were just up and down, but now the past five-ish games, they finally got their act together. They finally found what they're good at. They finally found what they can work with, and they're doing good. Uh, they're finally doing good. Now, the one thing they have to do is find a name for their team. They just can't be called the Washington football team. It's just That's just pathetic. Come on. Find a team name. It's not that hard. Just pick an animal. Go with it. No one cares. Just choose a name. No one wants to say that mouthful, Washington football team. It's it's weird. It's no no professional uh, sports team is like that. Choose a name already. Come on. And then uh, the NFC East, just in general, is just atrocious. I thought the Eagles were gonna be good. The Cowboys, but Cowboys are understandable. They've jumped around with a bunch of quarterbacks. Even Ben DiNucci played. And then you have Andy Dalton. Then the gruesome injury with Dak Prescott. Zeke is underperforming terribly. He's been absolutely terrible Zeke has not been not been good but then you have the wide that wide receiver core if they stay together and it stay good with a good quarterback that's elite you have what C.D. Lamb um, Amari Cooper Marcus Gallup uh, Dalton Schultz is not a bad tight end they had to fix up that defense that defense is not good okay I like Van Der Esch but he's not playing to his best that secondary is atrocious uh, Trayvon Diggs he's a good cornerback but he's not enough for them they need to get a better secondary, and they need to get a better pass rush. That just, this is not good. Um, the Eagles, it's just Carson Wentz through their season, plus injuries because you didn't have um, what's his name, Zacherts, and then you also lost Alshon Jeffrey for a little while, and Miles Sanders for a little while. So I get that. It's just been atrocious for them. The Giants still, wow, that defense is good. Uh, but they lost Saquon Barkley, Daniel Jones dealing with different stuff. And that just, they're not going anywhere. They're all, 
the, all those teams are now finally starting to do a little bit better. But that first beginning, midseason, just threw them all off. And then who else? Yeah, the Seahawks. Russell Wilson needs that secondary help. Like, come on, man. He's been playing up to MVP standards. Was playing up to MVP standards. Not anymore. But he was having an MVP season. But then his secondary... It's just letting up go. And then you have Blitz Boy. Jamal Adams is coming in every single play. Blitzing the quarterback. Can't even get a sack. And it just hasn't been good. I don't know. They trade, what, f- two first-round picks for Jamal Adams? That was not a wise decision. It was not a wise decision. He's not living up to that. The Jets benefited from that, not the Seahawks. That secondary has been absolutely terrible. Um, Bobby Wagner is getting old in the middle linebacker spot. It's just... They have not been good on defense. They let 397 yards for Cam Newton. Cam Newton, who the past, like, four games had a combined of, like, 300 yards. Like, come on. It's just bad. Just bad. Terrible. And then, you have the Buccaneers, who are surprisingly bad. Not bad, but, like, in a negative way. Um, I thought they were going to be the best team this year, like, with the Chiefs up there. But, like, Brady has been underwhelming. Mike Evans has been dealing with some injuries. So is Chris Godwin. Gronk has had flashes of an old flashes of his old self, but has not gone back to his original Gronk. Ronald Jones has been surprisingly good. Leonard Fournette has just not been good. Uh, that defense is just it's just unpredictable. They're good some games, terrible the next. They're just they good front seven, not the best secondary. They have a team of all elite players. They just can't figure it out. And after next season, I think Brady's going to retire if he doesn't win a Super Bowl. But if he does win a Super Bowl in the next two years, then he will retire after he wins. And, uh, yeah, we have the Cardinals. Kyler Murray's doing pretty good. Uh, D-Hop, like I said, uh, in the argument for the best wide receiver right now. That defense is what's letting them down. Um, but then if you also... That running back duo is pretty good. Uh, uh Edmonds and Drake. That's a pretty good running back duo. And the wide receivers are pretty good, too. Right, you have a Kirk, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella, and then uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Not a bad team. They're a young team. They're a good team. If they just can figure out their identity, then they'll be really good in the future. And now we go on to the AFC. Um, you have the Chiefs first, and then you have uh, second with the Steelers. Ooh, I have a lot to say about them. Then you have the Bills, and then you have the um, who's next? Titans, and then you have the Browns, and then you have the Colts, and then the Dolphins. That's like the top seven right now. And we'll start off with the Chiefs. Chiefs have been expected. I expected them to be this good, and they're living up to it with that type of team. You have Tyree Kill, one of the best wide receivers in the game right now. Uh, Travis Kelsey, George. Since George Kill is out, he's the best tight end in the league right now. Has like multiple hundred yard games, and then you have that running back duo Le'Veon Bell, Edward Chalair. That's not a bad running back duo. Pretty good running back duo. And then that defense, it's not bad. You have Tyron Matthew there. Chris Jones getting the pressure in. They're just an expected team, not nothing underwhelming, nothing overwhelming. They're just expected how it is. Mahomes having another MVP season. And at the looks of it, if he keeps this up, he's probably going to win MVP because he has a 5,000-plus passing yards. But it's a close race between him and Rodgers, so it's still too close to call. Um, and then next is Steelers. Oof. 
start off with a hot start, but like, they've had many excuses. I'm not a Steelers fan, I've never liked the Steelers. I've always hated Big Ben, Le'Veon Bell, just, and it's just because like, I'm a Patriots fan, like I said. But, um, that Steelers, uh, that Steelers team, that, they started off hot. Chase Claypool, Juju in there, Deontay Johnson, um, Washington, that, James Connors starting off the great season, now which is terrible. The offensive line is is banged up there. That defense though, that's that's for what this is one of the best in the league. TJ Watt having an outstanding season, also with Cam, um, uh, Casey Hayward, Casey Hayward, I think it is. It's something Hayward, and uh, also on the defensive line they have Minka Fitzpatrick in the backfield, um, and then that that team on paper looks really good, but they just. They, fo- they forced Big Ben to throw it too much. He had 50 pass attempts in like the last three games. Like, come on, man. You can't let your quarterback throw it 50 times in one game. Just figure out your run game or, because the defense will expect to pass every single play. And, and when they play good teams, they're just not going to do good because they're too easy to figure out. And their defense can't stop the team every single time drive your de- no matter how good your defense is it they will always let up some points and if your offense can't retaliate with the points then you're never going to be good so that's basically it you have to stop letting big ben throw figure out your run game and start changing it up because you are way too predictable and uh juju has to stop dancing on the other team's logo because he's looking like an idiot now yes um, stop doing TikToks and get back to the field. I would quote Josh Allen, but I just cannot say it because it, he uses the words that I cannot say on podcast. Yes. Um, and then, uh, who's next? Uh, Bills. Yes. Uh, they're having a pretty good season. Stefan Diggs is doing really well, better than he was from the Vikings. He's now a primary receiver. I think he's leading the leagues in receptions. Um, he's on my fantasy team, which is very good. Uh, and then what else? Uh, Josh Allen has finally, is like now an elite quarterback. He wasn't at the beginning of the season, now he is. He's been getting, he's been improving a lot, getting much, much better. And then, um, Zach Moss is surprising. Haven't heard of the guy, but he's been a pretty good running back. And the defense is not too bad. Um... They're probably going to cleanse the ASC East after, like, I don't know how many years. But hopefully they can actually pass the first round instead of just getting kicked out the first round like they always do in the past few seasons. And hopefully they can capitalize on this home field advantage in the wild card round. And then next is the Titans. If the Titans keep relying on Derrick Henry, it's not going to work out well. Because if you stop Derrick Henry, you stop the Titans. So they have to, they have to figure out their pass game. Even though they do have a pass game, they have two very good wide receivers in Corey Davis and A.J. Brown. But they just rely too much on Derrick Henry. And their defense can't stop the other team. Their defense is just atrocious. It's not a good defense. Um, Browns, who finally got it together, for some reason, did not expect them to be this good. I expect them to be good. It's not this good. They finally figure out what they can do with all the weapons, with Jarvis Landry, with uh, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb. Um, and that defense, Miles Garrett having a great season, not throwing helmets at people, just 
being a good defensive end. And he's somehow in the conversation for a Man of the Year award. Uh, I do. Uh, I'm just. I find it ironic that last year he uh, beat a guy with a helmet and got suspended for it. And then this season he's now in the um, uh, Man of the Year award uh, for good service. That's just. I find that ironic. And then next you have the Colts, who are very young team and are very good. That defense is very good. And you have the offense, they just have to get a good quarterback. Phillip Rivers is not the answer. He's a placeholder for the next quarterback. Uh, they have a good wide receiver core. If they re-sign T.Y. Hilton, if T.Y. Hilton can get back to his old self. I like the new rookie, Michael Pittman. He's doing good. And then they have a good backfield with Naeem Hines and Jonathan Taylor. The offensive line is probably one of the best in the league the best we have quentin nelson quentin nelson there and the defense with uh Darius leonard it's just very good defense right there and then last but not least you have uh the dolphins who was i did not expect them from this season to the last from last season to this season this is a big jump uh, brian flores is probably going to be coach of the year with the how the way he's turned around this team um, to us playing great. I feel bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick, but we all knew he wasn't the long-term answer. But um, I'm just excited to see how this goes. And uh, uh, one sec, yeah. Um, and then they have to figure out the running back situation. I know they have a lot of injuries, but yeah. And then that defense though, that defense was, especially this past week against Mahomes, they didn't win, but that defense played amazing. Got like two interceptions, a 30-yard sack. They played great. Um, and I think they're going to be good in the future. If they build on this team, they're going to be great. And, uh, yeah, that's basically a rundown of the standings right now. And uh, quickly, I'll probably just uh, make my playoff predictions. All right, so we have this is my standings at the end of the season. Chiefs first, Steelers second, Bills third, Colts fourth, Titans fifth, Browns sixth, and seventh is the Dolphins. And I don't see the Ravens making it this year with all those COVID and injuries there and Lamar not playing his best season. It just didn't work out for them this season. They can do it next year, but it's not this season. It's not, it's not in it for them. And then they have the NSC. You have the Packers first. Second is the Saints. Third is the Rams. Fourth is the Washington football team. Fifth is the Buccaneers. Sixth is the Seahawks. Seventh is the Cardinals. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so it's basically how the standings are now. Just a couple teams moved around. And I'll go ahead and just make my playoff predictions right now. So in the first round, the wild card round, uh, Chiefs will clinch the first seat. And then you have the Steelers versus the Dolphins. Steelers will win. And then you have the Bills versus the uh, Browns. Bills will win. Colts versus the Titans. If the Colts can stop Derrick Henry, then the Colts will win. But if they can't, then Titans will win. So at the moment, I'm going Colts because I feel like they can stop the. Uh, I feel like they can, they can stop Derrick Henry because he's stoppable. They've done it. They haven't done it, but teams have done it this season. Um, second round. Yeah, the Chiefs versus the Titans. Chiefs, obviously. Steelers versus the Bills, like there was this week. Bills. Because I don't see the Steelers figuring out their thing. Every every year, they always seem to upset their fans, uh, which makes me happy. And then in the AFC Championship, you have the Chiefs versus the Bills. And the Chiefs win. Uh, so they go to the Super Bowl. 
And you have the NFC. You have the um, Packers clinch the first seed because I don't see the Saints coming back from that loss against the Eagles. And you have the Saints versus the Cardinals. Saints win. Rams versus the Buccaneers. I'm taking Buccaneers because I like Brady play, uh, playoff Brady. No matter how bad Brady's season is, every time he goes into the playoffs, he's always amazing. I don't care what you have to say. Bra uh, playoff Brady is something else, so Buccaneers will win. Uh, Washington versus Seahawks. I don't see that secondary, that defense, cleaning up anytime soon. So Washington, because Russell Wilson cannot carry that team anymore. Next round, you have Packers versus Buccaneers. I'm taking the Packers. Um, Aaron Rodgers is a great quarterback, but he doesn't have weapons to go against that Buccaneers defense. The Buccaneers defense is not the best defense, but they can bring pressure. So if Aaron Rodgers cannot get rid of the ball in time to an open receiver, which they rarely have, it's going to be hard. Um, you have Ndamukong soon coming at you. Uh, and then you have all those uh, other players coming at you. And if none of your receivers can get open because not the best receivers, then you're just not going to do good. So, um, and that Packers defense is nothing great either. So I, I, I see uh, Brady tearing through them. So um, Packers versus uh, Buccaneers, pa uh, Buccaneers win. And then you have Washington football team versus Saints, Saints win. And then in the NFC Championship, you have the Saints versus the Buccaneers. Uh, Saints win. They're just a better team overall. And by that time, I think Breeze will come back from his injury. And the Super Bowl, Saints versus Chiefs. At this rate, Chiefs will win. Yeah, yeah Chiefs will win. And Mahomes will be uh, Super Bowl MVP and the regular season MVP. So, Mahomes, just think of it like this, all right? Uh, first season as a starter, MVP. Second season as a starter, Super Bowl winner and Super Bowl MVP. Third season, third season as a starter, which is this year. Uh, MVP, Super Bowl MVP, and Super Bowl champion. Just his first two seasons combined. Yeah, um, so that's my playoff picture right now and my rundown of all the teams in the fight for the playoffs. Um, the first time Patriots aren't going to make the playoffs. It's like 08, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, that was back when Brady got injured but uh, it's time to rebuild uh, at this point you can't stay a dynasty forever so I'm I'm not uh, too worried I'm I'm fine for a rebuild I'm young but um, I want to see how they go and uh, I have hopes for my team in the future and that's basically been the rundown today for NFL and the NBA I think it's, I think it's a pretty long episode today so yeah uh, thank you for listening. And, uh, yeah, that's this week's episode. Um, I think around the Christmas time next week or the week after I should have an episode. I always say that and I usually never do it, but I'll try. I'll try and do it. Uh, it's just a matter of me just wanting to do it. Yeah. So that was today's episode. Um, thank you for listening this far and, uh, peace.